Welcome to the So She Did podcast, where we show you how to live an empowered, in control, and confident lifestyle. It's time to stop letting life happen to you and start making life happen for you. I'm Holly, beauty blogger and digital marketer. And I'm Michaela, content creator and dance teacher. Whether it's your self-image, career, relationships, or health, we're your new BFFs. Tune in for some fucking great advice. And oh yeah, we swear a little. You are listening to episode five of So She Did Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about branding and why it's so important in our increasingly digital world. Yeah, and all the ways that you can have great branding on social media, through a blog, your website in general, your company, whatever it is, it's very, very important to have a great online presence and a brand that makes sense and represents you well. Yes, it is really important for a lot of different people. You don't have to necessarily have your own business. Um, You don't necessarily have to be a blogger. It's not just for Instagrammers. It is really important for so many different kinds of people because lots of employers are looking more into, okay, what does this person have on their LinkedIn or how is this person presenting themselves on social media? Yeah, so if you think about it the way of like, what you wear or how you do your hair or if you wear makeup, you know, you you do all those things to make an impression. And the whole point of having a great online presence and having a brand that makes sense is to portray a version of yourself that you want people to pay attention to. Yeah. So it's kind of like putting your best face forward. You really want to make sure at all times that you're being your authentic self, but you're being your best authentic self, if that makes sense. So you might have some kind of crude ideals, but it's not stuff that I would share on social media because that is something that could really work against you if a employer or anyone looking to work with you, if you're a blogger who's doing partnerships, anything like that, you don't want to make that negative impression. The same thing goes for the brands that you associate yourself with. If you can't stand behind the brand that you're representing, don't represent them. Every time that you create a hashtag or you put it on your picture, make sure that you do the research because if it's a bad hashtag, if there's some racist shit on there Mm -hmm. and people see that, they're going to associate you with that and that's just no bueno. Yeah, and branding extends to so many different areas and there can be so many things that fall under that. Like Holly said, the partnerships that you associate yourself with. For instance, I had a company reach out to me the other day and I saw that the product that they were advertising, which was like a hair growth shake, um, it wasn't FDA approved. So I thought to myself, is this something that I want myself to be associated with? Is this something that aligns with my brand? And I'm very like holistic health kind of person. I always want people to be informed and I feel like I would not be putting that ideal out there if I'm promoting a shake that isn't even FDA approved. Yeah. And it really is about being genuine. Anything that you believe your followers should get or that you want to represent, that's important. You want to let your followers know about the brands that you truly care about and that you truly believe in because if they get those and they're not great, you're kind of at fault in a way. (laughs) Yeah, so basically me and Holly right now are the 
teachers at your high school or your parents We've all heard it from at least one of those kind of people where they're telling you, oh, make sure you watch what you post on social media. And I'm always like, haha, okay, goes on Twitter, (laughs) retweets the most like crude, inappropriate stuff because I'm like, really, are they going to find me? They're going to find you. Yes, I always retweet fat people falling. That's awful that I do it. Every time I see it, I retweet. And I, I still to this day, like I, I probably retweet some stuff that I shouldn't be tweeting. And so when an employer asks for my Twitter, I'm like, what's a Twitter? Literally, yeah. <laughs> but like for the most part, I definitely think I put my best face forward when it comes to my social media and keeping it PG. The other thing too is I feel like sometimes when we retweet things, we're like, oh, we're not associated with this. We didn't create the content. Well, you're supporting it and it's on your page. So you're just as much involved and in trouble if that post goes bad. Yeah, because there's been like certain people that I might, you know, support and follow like any kind of big makeup artist or a big blogger. And they if they were to retweet something that was really rude, you just assume that because they retweeted it, they relate to it or they like it, they agree with it. And therefore... You are now associated with that. So it's not always what you're directly doing, but it can also be what you might be supporting. Right. Just like I said, with those hashtags, if the hashtag is something crazy when you click on it, you're associated with that. And when people are searching for that particular topic, they're going to see your posts and your feed. The other thing, too, is a lot more employers are actually looking at your social media to see if you're an interesting person or someone that they want to work with. And if they see something really negative or something that worries them or that they don't agree with, that's probably not good for you. And you got to know your audience. If you work with a lot of people that disagree with you on views, whether it's like political or religion or whatever, just make sure you're not outwardly posting stuff that could be a little offensive to them. It doesn't matter if they are. Just make sure that you're not. So you look good. And and sometimes it's better that they assume that you agree with them versus opposite. Because, you know, it's always better not saying anything versus saying something really offensive and then fucking it up for yourself later. (laughs) Yeah, and this isn't going to always apply to everyone. I feel like more so branding benefits the millennials or Generation Z where the kind of jobs that we're seeking out are more digital and therefore the employers who are hiring for these jobs are seeking to see what your digital presence is. If you're trying to get a job at Cracker Barrel, <laughs> I mean, they might look at your Facebook account, but I'm not. I'm just saying that it's probably not as important if you're trying to get a marketing job, but not saying to not ever pay attention to your social media. But we do want to stress that we get that this isn't going to be the most relatable thing for every single person out there. But I do think that for the most part, branding really helps anyone <laughs> because like I said, everything is really so digital nowadays. Yeah, and in general, like, it's just really important to have a great online presence. I think in many ways, it educates you. And like Michaela said, the world is becoming more digital. So if you can educate yourself on the many facets of online branding, you're going to help yourself in the long run. It's one of those things, like, I have the fact that I have a blog on my resume because I should. I created that thing from scratch, like, 
I created the website and the social media, like I've done all the posting and the writing, like all that stuff has given me practice for real life work in my marketing. Yeah. And if you doubt us saying how important it is, I did work in a salon and mind you, it wasn't like a super sought after job. (laughs) We actually struggled getting new employees in there, but The fact that whenever they were hiring, I saw the girls scouring Facebooks, making sure that they liked the person's appearance, making sure that they thought they had the values that they wanted someone to have who would be working there. I remember them saying like, oh, she looks like a party girl. So those people didn't even get interviews. Yeah. And I I know that could sound harsh or kind of fucked up. But if you think about it, like I said before, it's just like the clothes you wear. You're trying to give an impression that is positive and that makes people think of you in a good light. So the same thing goes for your social media or your website or your business, you know? It's the same kind of thing. You want to portray yourself in a professional manner, but also in a way that presents you genuine and real. So you might be wondering, okay, how do I even brand Or you might be branding already and not even know it. There's a lot that can go into branding. A few simple things to start off with would be a really good logo. Making sure you have eye-catching imagery. Like if you have things that draw people in. Yeah, think about like three things that really represent you well. And using those three things, you can create a logo. You can create a name that you really feel like represents the brand that you want people to see and that when people look to it, they think of you every time. Yes, and I think it's really important to have something that you can build off of. So I remember when I first started my blog, I had my website name was Princess Complex and it was off of a song I really liked. And for me, it worked for a little bit, but like there came a point where I was like, I don't know how to build a brand off of this that accurately represents me and doesn't come across as something different. It basically was no longer representing who I wanted to be as a person, how I wanted to represent myself to anyone who potentially had interest in partnerships or anything of that sort. Yeah, I totally agree. I think as you go on and you realize that the brand you started out with is different from where you are now, I think that's okay because we're supposed to change. I mean, our passions typically stay relatively the same but sometimes we add more like with my blog I'm kind of running into a situation right now it's Holly's home of hair but I'm noticing that I do a lot more just lifestyle things and on the side it's more beauty and even smaller than that is fashion so I'm realizing that I need something a little bit more broad for my blog than I guess considering it just a beauty blog so I think it's okay to rebrand because you change and so should your brand Yes. So I think some people must ask themselves that question, like who they are or, you know, they start something and then they all of a sudden feel like they might have outgrown that, but they've already built something. So I think a lot of people are hesitant to change it once they've built it. But I think it makes way more sense to change a brand once you have started it, as long as you're not like completely, you know, abandoning who you were before. Um, But I think it's better to change than to be something that's not authentic to you anymore because that's definitely going to come across as you put your work out there. So don't be afraid to rebrand. I wouldn't say it's something that you want to take lightly. Definitely don't rebrand every week or every month even 
probably not even every year, but if you're like a year into something or two years into something and you're like, okay, uh, I think that this is the direction I want to go and you are fairly set on that direction and it's something you should definitely think about for a while. Before I rebranded my blog, I thought about it for at least three or four months, maybe even more like thinking before I decided, okay, I'm going to do it. And after I decided, okay, I'm going to do it, it was still like a while before it actually happened. So make sure it's really what you want and that the new direction that you're going in is something that you believe you, you can stick with and make work for you in the future. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. And I think we should never be afraid either that we'll change our mind down the line. Like I totally agree that you only should brand if you feel like it's going to be beneficial and if it's going to be a positive thing for you. If you're doing really great with your brand currently, maybe don't change it because that's what your followers and the people know you as. But if you feel like your followers are loyal enough to you, then they'll probably stick with you through your rebranding. However, it's always good to reevaluate, really write everything out, make sure you completely know your brand in and out before you do anything. I totally understand if you struggle creating a brand for yourself, one that you feel like is truly authentic and one that you can stand behind. So me and Michaela really want to make it known that we are here to help because we know how hard it is to create a brand for yourself. It's always good with another set of eyes. Yeah, and it just depends also what kind of brand that you're creating. If you're starting some kind of like virtual business, if you have an e-commerce store or you're offering some kind of service online, there's a lot more to think about when it comes to your branding than say branding just in the regards of making sure, okay, I'm applying to jobs. What are the people, the employers who are looking, seeing? But if you are really going more into the the business side of things, I would start off with writing a list, what your mission is, what you want to get across, and what is the most direct way for you to get that across in your logo, in your description, you know, on any of your profiles, any of that good stuff. Yeah, create yourself like a total brand guide. Know your target audience. I think that's the biggest thing. If you don't know your audience, your messaging is not going to get through to anybody. Instead of trying to reach everybody, find that very specific target audience and reach those people. And chances are you're going to get way more sales, way more calls, way more engagement doing it that way than trying to reach everybody and getting no one. Yeah, like for instance, me and Holly are clearly targeting more of a millennial audience. Anyone can listen to our podcast, but that's our target audience. Because do I really think that a seven-year-old is going to be trying to get a digital marketing job? They could be. But for the most part, there is a very specific age group that are going after these digital jobs because our older generation is a little bit more set in their ways and they already have careers most of the time. Yeah, for sure. And I really do think it's important for businesses to have a great online presence because for one, that builds a loyal customer base. Two, that shows your competitors that you have expertise and you're someone that they should be worried about. And three, it just shows your company culture. Basically, social media is about the why and the social part, interacting with people and bringing useful, interesting information to the world. I really like that, like getting your why 
So if I go to someone's profile, I should kind of understand what their mission is. If I don't get it, then they did a really poor job of branding. I totally agree. Like I said, this doesn't just go for businesses. This is your own brand. Your Instagram should really show who you are, what you care about, what are your passions, and what you like to do for fun, and all that stuff. And with that information, your current followers and new followers are going to completely understand you and treat you as a friend. And again, that brings the social into social media. Yes. And as Holly said earlier, you do want to make sure that you're educating yourself. A part of branding is being the total package, making sure that your social media is there, the business, the marketing, the sales, the photography, the videography, any writing and the PR portion. Yeah. And as you're doing it, you don't have to be an expert now. It's all about learning and trying things and sometimes it's about fucking up because you learn something and now you know what to do better next time so with that you just become a more valuable player yeah and i would i wouldn't worry about making mistakes that can probably be the thing that keeps people down the most is being so afraid of making mistakes that they never start things i waited so long to start my blog and once I did start my blog and I, you know, got to that point where I felt like I outgrew it, I waited so long to rebrand. And in that period before I rebranded, I wasn't really, you know, posting as much anymore because I wasn't committed to the brand that I had already started building, if that makes sense. Don't let the fear of being perfect stop you from starting something because you can learn along the way. Like we said, if you brand, you can rebrand. It's totally okay. Again, don't take it lightly, but it's possible and no one has to get everything 100% correct on the first try. And so the other part of building your own brand and having a great online presence is networking. You make so many different connections with a lot of like-minded individuals, different bloggers, business owners, entrepreneurs, friends even. So engage with other people. Genuine comments. I know that's something that is hard sometimes is to be genuine. You want that engagement rate and you want not only to engage with other people, but you want them to return their favor. But make sure that those comments you're leaving are genuine and real and intentional. Yeah, I actually love that point because I feel like the way that I have branded has led me to so many really awesome people because they feel it like they can relate to me or, you know, that's what they wanted their brand associated with. So like the opportunities that I've been given as far as like influencing, going to like influencer events or, you know, meeting up with fellow bloggers who might just want to discuss what I'm doing as a blogger or, you know, just going over ideas and stuff like that. It's been really such an important tool for networking. And say like, you might be this really cool and interesting person, but that's not coming across on your social media, then no one is going to be reaching out to you or no one's going to come to your page and be like, oh, wow, like this is someone that like I want to be associated with or this is someone that I want to get to know. This is someone I want working for me. This is a business that I want to buy from. This is someone I want to purchase a product from. So letting people get to know you 
I know it can be scary for so many of us because we're so used to like not really being vulnerable. But in a way, branding does take a certain vulnerability. You don't have to like let everyone know everything that's going on in your life. You don't have to let them know that you and your boyfriend broke up last week. But <laughs> but you know, kind of putting yourself out there as a person, your personality, your traits, who you are, what you're about can really benefit you in the long run. Yeah, and it's really important to make sure that you're being really clear and concise about your mission and your goals and your purpose, whether it's your business or your personal brand. It's important for people to understand like who you are and why the fuck they should care about you versus someone else. Why do they want to be your friend? Why do they want to buy from you? Like Michaela said, all those things are very important and help you when making those connections. These people that you meet through blogging or through online in general, These people can lead you to so many great things later down the line. And you might already be rebranding yourself without knowing it. Like your resume, that's basically your brand. That's the first thing that an employer is going to see about you. And (laughs) I'm not going to lie, guys. I have a pretty poor resume. And I sent it to Holly and she was so kind as to tell me things that I could change about it. And it just made me realize like why I haven't been having good luck, you know, with certain jobs that I have applied for because I was not putting my best face forward. I wasn't putting the information out there that made me as an employee that an employer wants to work with. Right, yeah. Michaela is totally right. Resumes are definitely your own brand. So, I mean, nowadays, a lot of times when you're applying for jobs, they want to see your website they want to see writing samples. They want to see all that. So having your own brand really is a great way to have that. It's like it's like your portfolio, you know? I took the steps to creating a concise message for my brand. I created a logo. I have content on there, photography, all of that. All of those skills are really important for jobs and for portraying a really great impression to other people. So we don't want you guys to get confused the way we're talking about branding is really a way we that me and Holly can relate to because we are bloggers and bloggers are often just confused with Instagram models. But you don't have to be a blogger or an Instagram model for this to be helpful and relevant to you because, like we said, this extends to so many different things. Branding is pretty much in everything that you do because that's really the only way for someone to get to know who you are and if they're interested in you. When you're going to meet someone for coffee, like you're you're networking with, when they see you wearing a really unattractive, unflattering outfit, what are they going to think about you? It's the same thing with your brand. I mean, everything is moving digitally. So if you're not amping up your online presence, then you're really not helping yourself out at all. Yeah, so put the grout fit away. <laughs> put on something presentable <laughs> my boyfriend wears grout fits all the time so that's funny put on a pair of jeans i know you hate it maybe some dress slacks depending on what you're going for yeah don't have your dick hanging out in your profile picture and take nice images like if i go on someone's instagram or really anything if it's even just like a profile like if you're on freaking care.com and in a grout fit, you know, if you if you just see someone someone wearing something that isn't professional, it's not presentable. <laughs> I'm not letting them watch my fucking child. 
You are looking for a Miss Doubtfire, so play the part. That's what branding is. Play the platform. And take a really nice picture. Professional pictures, clear pictures, not something really blurry and that, you know, makes you look like you didn't put the effort in. So if you need branding advice, because I work with clients all day, I'm a social media manager full time, I understand how hard it is to brand for yourself. I mean, it's so easy for me to tell a client exactly what they need and how to do it. But when you're doing it for yourself, let's be honest, it's fucking hard. So Michaela and I are here for you to help because we've done it. We've been there and we kind of understand the social media and website thing decently well, I'd say. So use us. Yes. So don't don't hesitate to reach out to me and I will kindly forward your information over to Holly and she will help you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> but no, seriously, there are services that will charge you for branding. So pretty much like a social media manager or you can get a service that helps you build your resume or you can reach out to us. Yeah. We are here to help. Free of charge. Exactly. We're kind of the shit, guys. You guys should have realized that by now. I think you know. That's why you guys are here. We are your new BFFs. So thank you guys again for listening. And we hope that this was super helpful to you guys. All jokes aside, we are here to help you guys. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Stay tuned. Bye, suckers. Bye, Felicia.